0: Tonight the hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. If you've forgotten the difference between watching a movie and experiencing one, you need to visit Marcus Theaters. Start by visiting Marcustheaters.com. Here we go. It's the most <laughs> wonderful time. It is the saddest round of all the rounds of letters that we'll read. It is. During holiday horror stories, because it's the last round. It's time to say Mm -hmm. goodbye. (laughs) Right. For for now. Right. Yeah. So long. See you on down the road. But read them, we will carry, and we will cherish them like we have for so many years. We will giggle through your pain. Yeah. If you send in a story and it gets read in this final round, just like all the letters that were read before, you go into the hopper. For the grand prize, which is worth nearly $1,800. It's a $500 gift card to Steinhoffels. A $500 gift card denies hardware. And a 14-carat diamond pendant necklace from Charbonneau Jewelers. Worth it. Heck yeah. Worth it yeah. to put it on paper. Absolutely. Right. Sure, Grant Grandma's house got ransacked on Christmas Day. Christmas she Eve, died Christmas night. Christmas night. And... Some of the the
1: vulture relatives <laughs> yep. descended on her home, and, uh, yes. and she wasn't uh, even took cold. The, uh, yeah, yeah cards back and all that. All right, got a lot to get through here today. Last day, try to pack this one full of all the stuff. Been skipping all week to save for the big finale. Here's the warm up. Just speaks to all of our holiday tension. The wife always does too much for the holidays. Right now, this year, as we speak, the Christmas. Noose is beginning to tighten. Oh, my (laughs) god! The entire family agreed no gifts except for the kids. But we have a house full of presents for everybody that still need wrapping. She isn't done shopping either. She's having anxiety attacks because she can't find that perfect gift for my uncle. And then there are the uh, cookies, too. She has pulled out all the ingredients, bowls, and cookie sheets to make the cookies. And they've been out since last week. These are taking up every inch of uh, kitchen table and counter space and I have about two square feet uh, uh, to work with in front of the coffee maker for meals and anything else. Not a single cookie has been made yet uh, and Christmas gift and Christmas is less than a week away. This came in early. Mm -hmm. Now I get to make around 400 cookies while she goes shopping for that perfect gift that we aren't supposed to get anyway. (laughs) He's and gonna after, make the cookies now. Yeah, well, yeah. And and after she, cookies, I'll help help wrap all those. I was of gonna those, say uh, you could help. Supposed to get two. Holy smoke! Where's the Tylenol? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's doing Complain, everything they said they wouldn't do. But they said they wouldn't get gifts, and she got yeah. gifts for no, everybody. So just a mm. nittering, nattering. Okay, but let's move up and get to some violence. <laughs> In the late 80s, I was working for a chain of local print shops. We had a joint Christmas party at a local hotel, and it was quite the event with everyone getting all dressed up. After the dinner was over and the drinking commenced, one of the press operators of the press uh, printing shop decided he was going to make known how pretty he thought one of the sales ladies was. Sure. This is office party stuff. Yep. Unfortunately, he started to get rude with his comments. The sales lady, being married, made it very clear he should be quiet. Then the husband made it very clear that he should be quiet. Mm-mm. And yet he continued uh, drinking and continued making rude comments, getting more and more salacious. That's what they say about press operators. They don't know when to shut up. Never. At that point, the husband <laughs> confronted him, and now uh pot-smoking drunk press operator... <laughs> Hit the husband. Wow. That turned out to be a pretty big mistake because the husband was a former Chicago Blackhawk. Oh, yeah. Who, after retiring, took up MMA fighting. Oh, it's... Wow. um. It took four men and the wife to peel the hockey player off the drunk pot-smoking press operator. Sure. Luckily, he was drunk enough to survive the beating and the police were not involved. (laughs) This was the last joint Christmas party from the company. (laughs) told you a lot of stories that yeah. that way, and that was the last time. Right. Story three. My uncle wasn't exactly a warm, fuzzy holiday guy, so having the most perfect natural Christmas tree was a bit of a shocker. My other uncle asked where he got it from, as it was absolutely perfect. Without missing a beat, the tree-owning uncle replied, Just go over to Parkside. They got all kinds of them. Yes, my uncle walked into a forest preserve with a chainsaw (laughs) and stole a Christmas tree.
0: (laughs) Well, look at it.
1: It's also Hanukkah. (laughs) Certainly is. Yep. After looking at social media posts, I realized that my menorah was not up to par. Hmm. I had a basic menorah. I received it as a gift, for, a gift from my booby. That's grandma. Mm-hmm. It works well, but it lacks pizzazz.
0: That's what media, social media does. It makes you you know, mm. feel bad about yourself.
1: Other people were posting pictures of menorahs made of elk racks and fancy welded metal trees. Sure, I was sure. jealous. I'm walking my dog at Doctor's Park and found an awesome mm-hmm. piece of driftwood and thought it would be perfect for a menorah.
0: Cool. There you go. I I'll love make, this.
1: I'll make my own menorah. Yes. Walk in yes. the dog. Found yes. some wood. Yeah. Pick it up. Sure. Carry it. The dog wants the wood. My dog could not understand why I would not give her the stick. Yeah. I ignored her. I got it home and made a base. I drilled eight holes and declared it a menorah. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I lit the first candle last Sunday, the first Sunday of Hanukkah. My family loved it and thanked me for making it. This is I found it well. chewed to a pulp yeah, we the next know. morning, <laughs> and yep. my dog was barfing up candles. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Bobby's Menorah.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: It's just uh, terrible Box when rascals bayside. get into things they shouldn't. Love my peeps. Here's another bunch of rascals. It was 1976, and four little cousins under the age of five were left with dad and uncle to watch us while our moms went out shopping for last-minute Christmas Gifts for all of the family. Mm -hmm. To no big surprise, mom and auntie came home to find dad and uncle still watching the football game while our four girls worked together to figure out how to shimmy a chair up to the freezer, pull out the large bowl of alcoholic grasshopper ice cream, and eat nearly all of it (gasps) before they found us. Happy and covered from head to toe in green ice cream. We slept well that night. Unfortunately, Dad and Uncle slept on the couch. Oh, man. (laughs) 76 Packers probably didn't win. No. All right. We're coming up on the end. Here we go. It was sometime in the 90s, and I was invited to my boyfriend's family Christmas. The day went well, and the usual Christmas festivities and lovely meal prepared my, uh, uh, prepared by my boyfriend's mom was delicious. Everyone was having a great time. As the evening wound down, the first to leave was Grandpa. He was nodding off in the recliner after dinner, uh, dinner so he called it an early night.
0: Sure, sounds right.
1: It was still fairly light outside, so I watched him leave from the large picture window as I sat on the couch listening to the various stories told by my boyfriend's family. Grandpa was parked in the turnaround and drove a large gold boat of a car from the 70s. The driveway was packed with cars. Uh, they were even uh, some parked on the lawn since my boyfriend lived in a, you know it's coming, on a busy highway. I, know, I think I do. <laughs> and there was no street parking. I watched Grandpa try to navigate his way out of the parking spot. He backed up and hit a car. (laughs) He pulled forward and hit another car. When hit, does it mean tapped the bumper a little bit? Back up again, hit a car. The process continued until multiple cars were kissed by the gold 1970s metal beast that was trying to get on its way. I looked with uh, concern as the rest of the family, uh, at the rest of the family, and nobody saw what I saw: well, multiple <laughs> hit-and-run accidents <laughs> happening within five minutes of each other.
0: She couldn't tell the boyfriend that so your grandpa's, your you grandpa's know, hit, hitting yeah. all these cars out here. The, the first last, thing
1: I'd do. The last attempt at leaving had grandpa pulling away, scraping the side of another car as he pulled out of the driveway. So, bonk, bonk, uh. bonk, bonk, <laughs> <laughs> bonk scrape, yep. and leave, and out. Well after, every, after everyone had left, I told my boyfriend what I had seen. He shrugged his shoulders and didn't seem to care. Now my husband and I have fond memories of Grandpa. Wow. The car <laughs> incident will always be my fave. Oh. Remember, when Grandpa <laughs> hit everybody's car in the driveway. Yeah, everybody's was
0: great. car. But the, the he didn't really bird. care. That's
1: maybe he didn't even interesting. know. Interesting. Maybe he didn't even know he was bumping No, the no, no, no. The
0: boyfriend didn't care. Oh, or right. husband maybe didn't care.
1: everybody's car was garbage. Okay,
0: but still, man, I wanted that rear-view mirror.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you need that. Right. All right, this will have to wrap it up. Holiday get-togethers on my side of the family have always been like receiving a present from Christmas Vacation's beloved Aunt Bethany. You never know what you're going to get, and (laughs) ranges from startling to downright distasteful. So the one-and-a-half-hour drive to my parents' house in Illinois is imperative uh, to use that time to mentally prepare for whatever lies ahead of you (laughs) and what you may hear and uh, discussing words like escape plan, did you pack the wine, and what will be our sign to leave? I think this is Mm -hmm. not uncommon. No, I'd say 50% of people going
0: to Christmas get-togethers have this discussion.
1: Our two small children turned into a Christmas mo- uh, tuned into a Christmas movie in the back seat, decked out in their headphones. They watched quietly. That particular year, all seemed to be going well, and with the wine helping and my family uh, sitting and enjoying our Christmas dinner, I suddenly see my eight-year-old nephew, who had uh, gotten up to use the bathroom, frantically pointing at the fireplace, saying, wow. "Fire!" <laughs> Fire! (laughs) We all jump up out of our chairs and run to the fireplace to see small flames jutting out where a small patch of tile and plaster was removed. I yell, call the fire department. My dad glares at me, not wanting his dinner to be interrupted, and he retorts, (laughs) there's no fire. (laughs) Wow! Kid is making it up. (laughs) Okay, Dad! I glare back and say, grab the kids and coats.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow, there's no fire.
1: My dad still does not move, and all uh, the rest of us, all nine, head out into the cold to get our vehicles, get inside and, and sit and wait. My seven year old sobbing, crying out for my parents' cat, oh. who's still inside. Oh, no, Mr. Whiskers. Yeah. About five minutes later, four fire trucks pull up. Firefighters enter the house, and we wait for the all-clear. We enter back into the house, and the firefighters scoot past my dad, still eating. Just Dad never left the table? Sat there, eating through the whole thing. Not
0: running outside for this. I fought I fought the Nazis.
1: <laughs> Making it up. Gonna <laughs> run away. Wow. <laughs> My foxhole was shelled at Bastogne. <laughs> get up for some damn fire. But you fire. want a
0: roof over your head, don't you? Thank you. All this food you. will be cold by the time you <laughs> get in
1: here unless the house burns down. For and- your stories. Plus
0: homeowner. If plus is. Was-